Hey, welcome to Frontline Beef. Thank you for joining the show. I appreciate all you guys listening, all you guys and girls listening. Uh, at this point, I want to give a shout out to my new sponsors. Of course, there's WM Customs. Quality products, jerseys, pants, any kind of soft goods you need. Quality products, affordable prices. You can actually afford them. They get there fast enough to where you can order them and play your next event at home. Also do beard care, you know, beard oil, beard, oil, beard balm. Just hit me up at WM Customs on Facebook, and I'll get you sorted away. Matt Sossman is going to bring back the Matt Sossman Skill School, and that's a lot of words to say at once, but I believe in this guy 100%. If you want to get trained up on how to play paintball like a pro, speedball, woodsball, whatever you want, hit up Matt Sossman and the Matt Sossman Skill School. I know he's got a Facebook page still. Hit him up there. Hit him up on his personal page. This guy will get you sorted away. He will get you be, be a better player, player. And speaking of playing paintball, my favorite field, Paintball Central. I play Paintball Central Greensboro a lot. I love the field. There's also Paintball Central in Greens, Greenville, South Carolina, and Rock Hill, South Carolina. Amazing fields. For Rock Hill is one of the better fields to go to for speedball. And Greensboro is just amazing. Like speedball, rec ball, they get scenarios there. Anything you want, amazing field, great staff. I can't say enough good things about them. I love Paintball Central. And finally, EM Imaging. My buddy Eric, veteran owned. I know he, uh, he likes, he likes he's, he's probably kind of wants to downplay the whole veteran thing because, you know, Everybody plays. Everybody plays it these these days. But veteran owned and operated for medical equipment like MRIs and uh, CAT scan machines, all sorts of stuff. He repairs, supplies, trains. If you need a guy that actually like takes care of you from the phone call to out the door and then comes back for you, this is the place to call. EM Imaging is the way to go. And now on with the show. Hey, that was me trying my new sponsor uh, intro. So give me some uh, time to perfect that a little bit. I kind of went unscripted for some reason. Um, <clears throat> so tonight, I've been saying for a while that I want to dive into some other hobbies. And, you know, lately... We've been getting some information that the government is acknowledging that there are actually aliens, or UFOs at least. And yes, I have notes because I there's a lot of stuff to like really go over and everything. So I, I kind of wanted to make sure I had notes with this one. All right. So in case you missed it earlier this year, um, see, I actually have the notes somewhere, you know, somewhere here. But anyway. The government admitted that the Pentagon was briefed that we are in possession and studying crafts that are not of this world. And what that means, if you look at it that way, crafts not of this world, that's UFOs. Well, they might not be UFOs of them because if they have them and they're studying, they might not be unidentified anymore. All right. So... That's just one of the long, long list of uh, 
lately, the the government is actually releasing stuff saying that, hey, you know, we got stuff. We got aliens. We got UFOs. And it's a very strange turn of events because before it was always, no, there's no such thing as UFOs. There's no such thing as aliens. Nothing's out there. Nothing's out there. You know, Roswell was 1947, and the front lines of front front page of newspaper read "crashed UFO recovered," and then it was retracted immediately. And the government said, "Hey, it wasn't a UFO; it was a weather balloon." Okay, so that was that was 1947. You know, and ever since the it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't the start of the UFO phenomenon. You know, all through history there's paintings like the Mona Lisa has a has a depiction of a UFO in it. You know, hieroglyphs in Egypt have depictions of UFOs and people inside of them. They have depictions of different creatures bringing stuff to the human race. Cave paintings have depictions of UFOs. And yes, that may have been their way of like, oh, something in the sky happened, so it must have been something up there messing around. But it's been around forever. And our government has declined it. You know, no, it's not real. Not real. You know, Roswell comes out. You got UFOs. We got one. No, 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 it's not real. It's not real. Okay. Take you back to 1942, February 25th, Los Angeles, California. The Naval Intelligence warned the uh, military station there that something was inbound within 10 hours. Okay. So that's kind of strange. Well, at that night there was a battle of battle of Los Angeles. They actually named the movie after later. If you, if you Google battle of Los Angeles, it's a real thing. The, uh, let's see. It was, it was a, they issued a total blackout and it was the coast artillery brigade and the fourth interceptor command sent sent uh, the fourth the artillery brigade shot artillery at, at the at these objects in the sky. The interceptor squadron sent jets up there. Well, when all was said and done, fourteen hundred shells were shot at something that was in the sky. Buildings were damaged, cars were damaged, five civilians died of like it was mostly secondary stuff like heart attacks from from being around all that stuff. Because 1942, people weren't used to this kind of shit. You know, we're more, uh, we've been more inclined to see this stuff, so it, it doesn't really affect us as much. But 1942, Battle of Los Angeles happened, and it was reported that we were being attacked by something. It later came out to, oh no, it wasn't, it wasn't anything. Like it, they said it was multiple objects. It was reported, reported originally multiple objects entered the here's the area and we responded to them shot 1400 shells out. That's a lot of ammo. And it got played down again to, Oh, it was a weather balloon. One weather balloon caused all that damage. Like caused, caused artillery to be shot at it. Caused jets to be sent to intercept it. Okay. That no, not too many people know about that one. And, you know, they say, you know, it was, on the brink of war, you know, World War II. So 
it could have just been people being scared of stuff. And they they saw something on radar and just jumped on it. Okay, I, I get that, you know. But now nowadays they you've got stuff being released saying, you know what? Aliens may, may be real. So that may have really happened. There may have been really aliens there. You know, we fought, we fast forward to the 1980s. Or actually 1989. Bob Lazar came out and said, hey, I worked at Los Alamos. I worked at S4, which S4 is right down the road from uh, Area 51. He came out in 1989 and said, there's Element 115 out there that we worked with. It bends... It bends light, so you can't see what is whatever it feels. You can't see because it's reflecting light and everything, bending light, so you can't see it. And it creates its own gravity to where it flies. Okay, so it doesn't have real purport, pur, propulsion or anything. It just the element makes it do, do what it does. Well, he got laughed at. You know, there's no such thing as element one fifteen. There's no way this stuff happens. There's nothing. There's no way. And a craft moves the way that the way it moves. You know, he was saying the craft would like would sit there like this for a little bit, and then once it turned up on sight, it's gone. So he he explained how everything the propulsion worked, how how everything worked on it, and he was laughed at by the scientific community. Oh no, that didn't happen. Well, this man had been doing for years. He uh he went to he went to MIT, and MIT he got a master's degree in physics. He also went to Caltech and got a master's degree in electronic technology. Or at least he says he did. Now, the funny part about that is he uh, has no records for his for doing any of his school. Okay, so that's kind of strange, but you know, maybe he didn't go to school after all. Well, he he's built rocket cars, rocket motorcycles, he's built all kinds of stuff that like somebody with a basic understanding of electronics, physics, anything would not know how to do. So he was, he had to have been trained somewhere. Okay. So then you go into, so, so he doesn't have a, he doesn't have a, doesn't have education uh, records or anything. Well, then they check him out. He, okay. Did, what, did he work at Los Alamos S4? No, there's no record of him being there. Okay. The government says, Bob Lazar never worked for us doing anything. But Bob Lazar took a took a camera crew. I don't, I'm not sure how he got through a security order. And he took them to, to S4 and like at Los Alamos and showed them where everything is. Like he had a basic general knowledge of every where everything's at. That's still you, you can play that off. He also talked about these hand scanners that when you put your hand on, that's how that's how you got access to the to the uh to the lab or whatever. Well, that technology didn't exist in the civilian world in the eighties. And everyone said, well, that didn't exist here either. Cause you know, we don't find that anywhere. There's no record of this hand scanner being anywhere. There's nothing. Years later, someone was going through storage and they found one of these hand scanners. Okay. So now you're like, okay, well his, his, uh, story is still not that believable. You know, he said he went to college. He didn't go to college. He said he worked here. Nobody said he worked here. Okay, well, he knows how to, he knows what it looks like inside. He knows that you had to use a hand scanner to get in there. Okay, eh, that's, that's just general knowledge anybody can know. Well, then they start talking to people that work there. 
and they remember Bob Lazar. Okay, so then it starts getting a little fishy here. Well, if he didn't work there, how do they know him? Then somebody found this per, the personal uh, personal record, not personal record, the uh, phone directory of everyone that worked at the at the labs. Lo and behold, Bob Lazar's name was on the was on the the record. So you you put you put some two and two together. You know, the governor said he didn't work there. People know him there. He was on he was on the directory. He knew about the hand scanner. He knew knew about the general layout of the of the labs. So it gets kind of believable there. Okay, so for a man that says he took he worked there and he took element one fifteen out of the lab. For the government to say he didn't work here, then why would they believe that he took L115? Why would they raid his lab over and over again? If a man is saying he did, if he worked somewhere, like if I said I worked at worked at Area 51, 51 and I have records, the government's gonna look at me and be like, this dude never worked at Area 51. He has no records of anything. We're not gonna mess with him. If I say if I say I worked at Area Fifty One or S Four, and I have something, and you know I did, that's when you're gonna come and investigate me. So he he's been actually like investigating me time. Like he a uh, documentary came out last year, and it was about Bob Lazar. And immediately after one of the uh, the documentary crew left, his lab got raided again. So we're talking thirty year, 30, 40 years later, thirty years. He gets he gets raided once again by the Alphabet Boys. That lends more credibility in my eyes that he was actually there. He actually looked at stuff that he, that he was way above his pay grade, and he's told people about it. That makes me believe Bob Lazar. Okay, so his story is he was hired because they had craft there that were not from this world, and conventional scientists weren't really understanding the technology. So they hired some people that thought out of the box, like Bob Lazar, like the guy that would put rockets in the back of in the back of a, of a, a little Toyota or whatever it was, like Amber was. So they hired him. And he said everything was compartmentalized. So when you worked on something, you only worked on this part, a different company worked different different unit worked on a different com- different part, a different unit worked on a different part. So he said that he was actually working on flying saucers. Like he knew how they worked and everything. Like he knew the element one fifteen was used. He, he worked with it. It created its own own gravitational pull, and that's how that's how the space spaceships flew. And it had some kind of like special propulsion that we are not able to replicate right now on our own. Sounds unbelievable, but the fact of all the government raids and what seems to be a cover-up of trying to make people believe he did not work there and does not have an educational degree makes me believe Bob Lazar. Makes me believe there is something out there. All right. So here, here goes now. Now we're going back to the future days. Or not future days. Present days. 2017. It gets leaked that ATIP was a real organization, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. And they were study, They were used to study UFOs and alien encounters. 
Now they they were founded in founded in in two thousand seven, and they got about twenty two million dollars a year to do what they do. And obviously, that's what they were doing. They were, they were studying UFOs as they go until two thousand twelve when they got defunded. And the government says, after, you know, we did have this program. We admit we had this. 2017, they, they admitted they had the program. And they said, we shut it down. Five years, shut the program down. There is nobody researching UFOs anymore. 2020 comes along. And they proved that to be false because it got shut down. The advanced, the advanced aerospace, threat, aerospace threat identification program, ATIP, Got shut down, but got something got put in its place called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, and it's been running to this day. They found financial records and also also kind of records that say, you know, this this is the program. Okay, so so if you had a program that was studying UFOs and you didn't find anything, five years you did you spent twenty two million dollars a year for five years. You didn't find any evidence of UFOs or aliens. Kill it. But to put another program in its place, that sounds about the same same dialect there. To put it, put that in its place and keep funding it, that says to me there's something out there. That says to me there's something out there worth examining. You know, that was 2017 when they when they admitted that shit. Like they admitted the ATIP was existed, and now the UAPTF. That was three years later when they they said that they, they admitted. Okay, you know we renamed the damn organization. Okay, so 2017 they, they admit they have this shit. All right, well let this last year. Last year they admitted that these radar and uh. Images that were captured by naval pilots of Tic Tacs—they're real. They're not—they're not doctored or edited or anything kind of kind of videos. They admit there there's something on those videos that they can't explain that is like a craft. Like 2004, Commander Favor Favor from the USS Nimitz. He's part of a crew that documented it. He admits he didn't know what it was at first, but the stories are they were on train, they were on training exercise, and the USS Princeton said, Hey, we need you guys out here to go check something else out. It's a real world threat. We need you guys to go look at. So they flew out there to the spot and they saw something hovering over the ocean. And there's a lot of theories about UFOs why you don't ever see them go anywhere. It's because they go into the ocean. So two and two together again. They saw this thing hovering hovering over the ocean. Well, it knows them because they're trying to get close to close to it. And it took off. They said it would go ridiculous amounts, ridiculous speeds, like thirty seven hundred miles per hour out of nowhere. And it would go from sixty thousand feet to sea level in no time. And, you know, they, they try to, like, cover it up, you know, because everybody's going to laugh at us. Well, they also have videos from 2005 and 2015 they released. Naval jets, you know, F-18s, pretty much tracking the exact same objects. 
They don't leave a trail. They don't leave like a heat signature or anything. They're cold objects, according to the, according to the heat sensor. And Colonel Fa- Commander Favor says that whenever he started tracking one of the, one of the objects, it it started actively jamming his radar and all his instruments, which would be technically an act of war if it was a if it was a terrestrial air, aircraft. So he admits he he gets now now the Navy like you know. 15 fucking years later, they, they're saying, okay, well, what he saw was real. Those videos, real. So, for since 1947, or actually 1940, before that, we've been sitting there telling people, or the government's been telling people, shit's not real, shit's not real, shit's not real. You know, there's no such thing as UFOs or aliens or anything. Within the last three years, all this information has come out. You know, last three years, all oh, our Naval videos, uh, F-18s, they're real. There's something there. 2017, we we had something. We had a program in place, uh, an organization in place, that tracked this kind of stuff. 2020, we still have an organization out there that tracks this stuff. And then just recently, a couple months ago, you know, they admit they the Pentagon was briefed. There's actually craft on this world that we're that we're examining that didn't come from this world it's all fucking amazing shit right but why would you sit there for 70 years deny there's anything as ufos or aliens or anything and now just dump a whole bunch of information out there okay so theory you know people are saying you know they're using this kind of stuff to distract us from pedophile island or you know any of the shady shit in Washington. Okay. The information this year, maybe. But we also had information three years ago when people didn't even believe pedophile island really exists. I don't believe that's I don't believe that's the, that's the real reason either because it got mentioned in the news for like a day or two and it was done. If it was meant to Sidetrack us from what's going on, it would be a bigger story. The media can the media could have made a bigger story. There's another theory out there that what they're doing is they're slowly preparing us for that day when the aliens show up. You know, just feed us a little information, you know. Here's some videos, but they're not real. Here's yeah, we we actually we actually do did have a uh, place tracking them. Okay, uh, okay, we still do. We still have people people tracking them. They exist. The, the videos are real. They exist. Okay, we've been we have we have aircraft. We have UFOs on here that we're looking at. Next step would be, oh, you know, we kind of broke it to you that there's aliens out there. So don't be so excited. But there's alien craft will be here in two days. That's a that's a big theory there. And I don't, I don't know how much of this that I believe. But I do believe something's out there. You know, there's too many planets. There's too many stars. There's too many moons. There's too many everything out on the universe to say that we're, we're alone. You know, it's the statistics aren't, with, aren't supporting the fact that we're alone. And I'm not going to go into the religious, religious debate or anything. I get that 
in order for a plant to form that would hold life, you know, the everything everything about that would have to be very specific. Like us, you know, we have to be a certain amount of distance from the sun so we don't burn up. But we have to be close enough to where we don't freeze. There has to be a certain amount of water. There has to be a certain amount of hydrogen and oxygen in the atmosphere. There has to be an atmosphere here to support life. There has to be an ozone layer to you know to keep the keep the sun from burning the fuck out of you. All that plus there had to be some kind of microorganism to actually live. That's a that's a very rare thing to do. You know, have all those number all those things come together. But you know, if you if you only had nine planets in the solar system, then one out of nine that's very uh. That's very good odds, you know, very very high odds or whatever. One out of nine is not good, but if you have billions and billions and billions of planets, the odds are a little bit better that you know there's at least one other civilization out there on a different planet. You know, they they just recently uh found a solar system that looks a lot like ours, light years away. So who's to say that the exact same situations that came together to make life here? didn't do it there. Who's to say there's not a multiverse where there is actually another planet earth where there's a jackass with a weird haircut talking about snails and shit instead of aliens. Or he could be talking about the same thing. I am there. There could be a multiverse where there's multiple people looking like me with the same name doing the same thing. I don't know. But I believe in our universe alone, there has to be other life. And, you know, we we like to push the thing we, we need to find out. You know, we, we sent, we've sent satellites out there. We've sent them satellites that, like, play music. You know, here, you know, we don't know what your language is, but we'll, we'll send you some languages. We'll send you some music. And we'll let you, we'll let you guys, uh, you know, here's us. We're introducing ourselves. And hopefully you guys respond well to us. Well, who's to say other, other, other civilizations, people, and planets, or whatever, aren't doing the exact same thing? Like there was a video I watched about a space mission where, when you go around the backside of the moon, it used to like put you in like radio silence. So like the only people you talk to in the whole universe were the people on your ship. And when they got to the backside of the moon they start hearing music and weird sounds over their radio. And they, in the video, you see they, they get creeped out a little bit. Then they come back in, you know, you know, maybe that was, maybe they heard our, maybe they heard our music and sent, our, sent music back to us. Or maybe it was just an anomaly. Don't know. There have been astronauts that said they've seen stuff. They've seen UFOs. It's uh, John Glenn, John Glenn, Said he saw a UFO. You know, and here's my theory. You know, like I said, my theory is there has to be something out there. Are they intelligent? Who knows? Do they have space travel? Who knows? But you can't say they don't because you don't know. Like they they may have evolved differently than us. You know, there's theories out there that aliens have been around forever, and they came down and like helped us evolve. So they would be so far advanced. So they'd have to have people like. Spaceships running around, and here's my uh, 
here's another thing. Like, I know this is going to sound like I'm cookie and shit, but here's a theory on on other things. Like, you know, why haven't we, why haven't we met aliens yet? Like, so we send people out to space. There's in, people at the International Space Station. Why haven't we been contacted? Why haven't we like had anybody come back and say, "Hey, we've met aliens"? Okay, so. 1969, July 20th, we sent a mission to the moon. And whether you believe that moon landing was real or not, we're not, we're not going to go into that right now. 1969, between 1969 and 1972, we sent, spent six, sent six missions to the moon where actually people got out onto the moon. It was, it was manned over to the moon. Six missions in four years. All right, that's it. Oh, six missions in three years. And we haven't sent anyone back to the moon since. At least not. At least they haven't told anybody they sent anybody to the moon, yet, moon since. Okay, so pretty much every president that I've been living through, one of the first things they say when they when they get elected in office is we're going to the moon. George H.W. Bush, we're going to the moon. George W. Bush, we're going to the moon. Obama, we're going to the moon and Mars. Trump, we're going to Mars. Bill Clinton, we're going to the moon. I'm probably forgetting people, whatever. I'm pretty old now. Anyway, so if you're going to sit there week one of your of your presidential reign, or not reign, <laughs> presidential presidential uh, term if your center tell us week one that it is a priority to send people to the moon to send people to Mars and then you don't you've been you've been in office four years you've been off eight years and in those fucking those years you didn't do you didn't do it nobody sent anybody back to the moon we're not even getting close to the Mars we're sending satellites that's about it it's gotten so badly. Like, you defunded. You pretty much defunded the NASA. You know, you taking a lot of their funds away. It's been so bad that like civilians, Elon Musk, if for example, it created their own company to send people to to space. So why haven't we been back? You know, it's been sixty six years. I'm sorry, it's been fifty one years since we've been back to the moon. Or to Mars. Okay. Okay. Well, you're saying, well, 51 years going to Mars, you know, we still got a lot of technology to go through and all, all this other shit. And, you know. Okay. So let's think about it this way the Wright brothers, 1903. They had the first man, man flight on an airplane. It only lasted seconds. It only got a couple, a few feet in the air. So from 1903 to 1969, is 66 years. So you tell me the technology advanced so far in 66 years that we went from flying a couple feet of the ground for a few seconds to sending people to the fucking moon. But yet in the 51 years since then, we don't have the technology to send people to Mars or anywhere past the moon. You know, 66 years we went from we went from jumping distance to the moon in 66 years 
and have not been able to push past the moon ever since. It's been 51 years. That throws that throws me off a little bit. You know, you'd figure the way our, our technology is advancing. You know, I grew up in, in the 80s. In the 80s, we didn't have cell phones. Whenever, whenever that time was around, you know, computers were super slow, super huge. They were size of like rooms on their own. They couldn't do a lot. And then the 90s come around, and we start getting these cell phones that are in that are in your car, and it's ten dollars damn minute, all this other shit to, to to talk. From the 90s to now, less than 30 years, we've gone from having computers that were the size of rooms to having cell phones that were this big to now you have something like this. And it's iPhone 7, so it's old as shit. That instantly connects you to anybody in the world. You have instant access to any information you want. We have the internet. The internet came around fast as shit, too. This thing takes pictures. It sends videos over the air to somebody else. I can send a message to somebody in fucking Pakistan right now if I want to. All this technology has advanced so far. Like, we have electric cars now. We have cars that park them themselves. We have cars you push a button, they come to you. All this technology is going on. And 51 years after the first moon landing, we can't get past the moon anymore. That doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. Now, there is shit in, in space out there. You know, supposedly there's a second moon around, orbiting around Earth. I haven't really researched that one too much. I, I could probably do a video on it. Like, I kind of want to. I kind of want to do these videos anyway and research stuff. You know, research some things. This was this was my generic video where uh, I kind of just want to delve into it. But I want to be more specific on certain things. So like, yeah, like there's a, supposedly there's a second moon out there. And I watched a video the other day of like our moon, the moon we know. There's crazy shit like bouncing around the orbit up there. I'm not sure what the hell it was, but it's kind of a crazy video. And then there's a black night floating around the atmosphere, or not the atmosphere, in space around us. It's been there for decades. Looks just like a spaceship at some points. And you figure if it was just space junk, like, like the governor says, it would have fallen out of the of this atmosphere already. But it just sits there. And it's been seen for decades. There's shit like that I'm, I'm, I'm going to go into. But my theory right now of why we haven't been back to the moon, why we haven't been to Mars. We, we pretty much send people to the International Space Station. That's about it. We don't land on anything anymore. My theory is, and you guys are probably going to call me a crackpot if you if you watch this shit. If within 66 years we get to the moon, and 51 years later we don't, we don't go anywhere else, there's a reason. Something's stopping us from going further. Something's telling us don't come back to the moon. And I feel like maybe, maybe, when we sent people to the moon, they met something that either told them or inferred to them that they were not to come back. Don't come back. Don't land on planets. Don't do shit. And I know like, it's a crackpot theory, but it's something like, it make it makes it it makes it it's one of those things like it sounds good in my head because 
like I say, 66 years, we go from airplane to rocket into the moon. It kind of makes me think, you know, within 51 years, with all the technology advancing, we could be going past the moon already. We could have like a colony on the fucking moon, probably. But anyway, that was my uh, show about some UFO shit. I say I kind of want to go more in depth with UFOs and paranormal stuff. That's my new. uh, I'm still gonna do. I'm still gonna do paintball podcast. You know, I I got some paintball podcasts lined up, but I want to expand a little bit. You know, especially with all this this whole damn lockdown going on and knee surgery coming up. I'm 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 a lot of time on my hands, so just want to go ahead and get some stuff and like actually, you know. Get my little other hobbies and other interests out out of there. You know, just try to try to try to keep myself busy. And maybe you know people can, people learn some few things. You learn tonight that I'm a fucking crackpot and believe in aliens, whatever. But if you have any stories you want to share, or you have any topics you want me to cover, send me a message. You know, you can send it to my personal account. You can send it to the to the Frontline B podcast. Send me whatever you want. And we'll talk about it and we'll go over it and see what we can do with it. Um, I got a couple paintball podcasts lined up. I've got a more of a veteran, veteran uh, oriented show coming up soon. It's uh, something that's going to be pretty close to my heart here. I know I've got one of those. It's, it's a surprise. I know. But I got some th- I got some stuff lined up. I'm gonna come come out with, and you know, there's gonna be some information dropped soon about some paintball events coming up, and I'll probably cover those too. But I think for now, uh, I'm gonna call it, call it a night. You know, Riz is finally passed out, and time to eat, I guess. Um, like I say, you know, if you have anything, any kind of any kind of show you want me to cover. Paintball, if you want me to have some guests on here, tell me who you want to see. Tell me, tell me what games you want to talk about. We'll talk about it. Um, you want to talk about paranormal stuff, hit me up. If you got stories, hit me up. If you want me to cover something, hit me up. I do movie reviews. They're kind of shitty right now, but I'm getting better, I think. If you want me to review, review a movie, let me know. Shows me why I'm covering a wide base here. Like I want the show to just cover random shit. Um, other than that, I appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate my sponsors for believing in me, I guess. <laughs> um, I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for showing up.